I have been thinking, Edgar, and mm-hmm. I I would love for us to go to church. Are you my mother who texted me that this morning? Yeah, yeah, me and her texted first, and I told her, I will bring it up to him, but you have to bring it up first, and we're going to tag team this. <laughs> Um, what? Okay, first, I just want to comment on what an, an inefficient plan. Oh, you how? Say, you said, I will bring it up to him, but you got to bring it up to him first. Why not just yeah. have her bring it up to him, and then you follow up? Well, yeah, it's a follow-up, but and I'm bringing it okay. up to you because you didn't know I was going to bring it up to you. I didn't That's say, true. like, hey, let me follow up with something that you talked about with your mom earlier. I just That's brought it up. And I allowed you to make the connection connection. so you can be, it's like an inception. It's like an inception in your brain. It is like an inception in my brain. Yeah. Um, I say, let's go to Mark Jackson's church. Okay. He has a church here in in California, right? I think it's in Northern California, maybe. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. California is California. We could be there. We can be there tonight. I mean, let me see how long traffic is to get to San Francisco right now. Okay. I'm going to say probably like three and a half hours. You want to say three hours? Okay. Three and a half. Matt, what's your bet? You got $100 on this, Matt. If you lose, you owe us $100. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't say anything, you owe us $200. That's weird. Damn. All right. Jaquise, your bet was three hours and a half? (laughs) Yes, three hours and a half. Was that your bet or not? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm saying yes. That was my bet. It's just funny how it's, you said it. Normally people say three and a half hours, but you said three, three hours, hours and a half. And a half. <laughs> what is your what is your what is your bet? What is I your looked, I already looked at it, so it would be unfair for me to bet. Okay. What were you thinking before you looked? Like four hours. Okay. What does it say? Probably five hours, five hours and yeah. forty three minutes. Yeah, okay. It's still a long distance. I think that that is the average just distance. It's just traffic is what usually makes it longer. Yeah. Well, Matt, you owe us both money because even though we were wrong, you were the wrongest because yes. you didn't say anything. Um, and unfortunately, that's just the way it is. I apologize. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jaquise. This is Culture Kings. I'm Jackies. That is Edgar. We are a show on Earwolf. And today we have a person who we've had before. Another person That's... that we introduced people to. And we are reintroducing a new audience to because this cat is dope as shit. He is a musician, That's very right. good singer. Soul, yes. like an indie soul, uh, jazz, hip hop fusion, R and B singer, um, Corice. Everybody, Corice has a new album that is out right now. Out uh, right now. If you're looking for those quarantunes, mm. <laughs> I just coined that. At quarantunes, I'm gonna do a section every Friday called Edgar's Quarantunes. Oh, okay, okay. And who's gonna be the who's gonna be the first? The inaugural 
Yeah. Huh. Maybe I shouldn't do it out of the... Oh, fuck. First. Okay, it has to be an artist, right? Like a musician? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Who sings? Who sings? Oh, come on, Edgar. You know people who sing. Mm. Uh, um. Fuck. And it's okay. Take your time. No. No. Take your time. Uh, um, can it? Can Why are you it be breathing that, so hard? Can, can it be someone that talks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be somebody that talks. Okay. Like spoken word. Like spoken word. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, spoken word. It can be somebody who's spoken word. Okay. It's okay, take spo- your time. Take your time. Who does spoken word? Mm-hmm. That's my answer. That's my second answer. Okay. Thank you. Those are my answers from okay. my Google. All right. I'm looking forward to quarantines. Uh <laughs> looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh we got Corey Reese on the other side of Los Angeles to talk to us. Uh we were gonna have him pre-quarantine and he was gonna play some in studio music. Uh, but I think, you know. We might have him drop one of his favorite uh, tracks from the album, and we may ride out to one so you guys can get a little taste of what Corey's is about. But before we do that, let's talk to the cool motherfucker, Corey's. Yo, so what is, what, what, like, I personally have been doing a lot of TV and video games. Edgar has been writing and TV and video games, but as a musician, um, are you like, if you have just a whole bunch of downtime, do you like listen to a lot of music? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good question on my downtime. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, on, on one sense, I'm like everybody else. And like, I am just trying to figure out what is going on right now. Um, I think first and foremost, but I, I try to have some normalcy in like my day to day. Like I've been trying to get up and like, all right, I'm going to get up this morning and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write, I'm going to read, I'm going to, you know, do all these things in order to just like fill out the day. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, like creating, I've, I've definitely been trying to do that some more. Uh, we act my, myself and, um, my, my friend and bandmate Priscilla Perry, we just at the top of the quarantine when they were saying like, uh, like 10 or less or whatever you can get together. So we were like, cool. So we went into the studio and, uh, no intention on and really thinking about Corona at all, but, um, we were like in the car listening to some fast paced music and, and Priscilla Perry is very like any molding artist and she plays like several instruments and you know, so I'm thinking we're gonna go in here and make this like ballad, you know, love song or something like that. And then she just like playing like this up tempo, you know, music and um it turned out to be uh like a like a like a, a corona bop. 
<laughs> we we ended up recording recording this song right at the top of it and, and just in time to to get enough down where we didn't need to go back to the studio together and we couldn't actually go back to the studio together because i i, I must i must say i broke a little bit of quarantine i went back to the studio without her but she was like nah i'm not going um so do what you need to do to finish the song and so i did so I've, I've i've been trying to trying to keep it going and so that is that has been helpful because right at the top of the quarantine we worked on that and so i've been just trying to get get it right getting it mixed in, and i, I wanted to put it out very soon i was hoping to have it like something to share with y'all today but it ain't it, it ain't there yet it's all good it's all good it's all good it's all good ayo carice i got an offer for you my man so i had this idea you know, all these people are stuck inside. And like, you know, Jaquise always says, you kind of get bored of the options that you have to entertain you right now. Like, you're like, oh, I can keep playing this video game, but I've, I've been playing it for so many hours. I've read most of these books. I've seen all the movies I can probably handle. So I was just like, it would be nice if, like, some bands came down and, like, you know, separated six feet apart from each other and just played for these people in their houses, you know, just entertained them. So I was like, I'm going to start a band. And I'm trying to gather some artists. You know, you're a very talented vocalist. But I got to let you know, I can't play any instruments. Mm. I don't know how to play any instruments. I don't have rhythm. I'm off tune. But I want to know you, if you want to be in my band. Can you play, like, just, like, mouth trombone or something like that? Like, boom, 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 boom. No, I can't do that. We were talking about here, Edgar, right? Yeah, this is me. But you're going to be in my band, though. Mm. Got it. That's my offer. And we're going we gonna to travel around the city. And go to these neighborhoods at like two in the morning and start playing music to entertain them. Mm. Okay, what you think about that, Carice? You know, I'm down. I was just um, listening to Dave Chappelle talk about how he was saying how uh, comedians often want to be or think they're musicians, and musicians often want to be and think they're comedians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, you know, it's it's obviously not universally true, but I think there's some truths to that. And so I'm I'm totally down if you are okay with me, you know, busting out a few jokes. Oh All shit. Right. All right. Well you know, listen. What Edgar didn't tell you is that I'm I may be the manager, but I have to first figure out if I want to represent if I want to represent both of you guys in this new endeavor. So here's what I would like. Uh, Edgar, why don't you hit us with like just 15 seconds of, of a tune mm-hmm. and, and Corice, why don't you hit us with the joke and then I can see like if this is a perfect marriage. Uh, That's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, Jaquise. All right. So I got this. I got the 15 seconds of the tune. Okay. 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 A little scat. A little scat. Okay. Okay. All right, jazz. all right. I'm 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 intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm not there yet, but I'm intrigued. Corice, you got to bring this home. You got to bring this home. Hit us with those jokes. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, y'all know about coronavirus, right? Have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, heard, we've yeah. heard, we've heard, we've heard, about we've heard about coronavirus, Carice. Yeah, we it's, we heard about it. Yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just funny. 
Okay, okay. cool. All right. So what do you think, Jaquise? You want to sign us or what? I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I'm going. I might have to back out. I might have to back. I don't think this is worth. I don't think this is worth break a quarantine. I don't think this is worth break a quarantine for. I don't know. You got to massage it sometimes. That's right. That's right. Through my material, I'm just. That's right. That's what I would start with. That's what you start with. Okay. I would go there. I would would really make it true to what's going on in the world. Yeah. The and relate to the people. Oh, yeah. is that that's what comedy is. That's what comedy is. This is what I know. This is all I know right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I know right now. Okay, you know what? You know what? I'll give y'all a chance. I'll give y'all a chance. I'll I'll set y'all up with just like this little mini. I'll set y'all up to play it like shortstop or something. Oh, that's great. That's uh, right. There, that's right down the street. I can walk okay. there. I, I appreciate that. I, I, okay. I can walk. Uh, I, and I'm also Greece. taking thirty five percent. 35. Y'all want this deal or not? My, my jokes, I feel like I would be just like super morbid, though. Oh, okay. yeah. That's great. Like really, really morbid, you know? And uh, so people would really have to like know that that's what they're getting into. Oh, yeah. People I like know. that because I'll play it up. Like, you know, you tell a very sad joke and then I'll play an upbeat tune like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, mm. you tell a sad joke, but then I bring them back up with the music. How about mm. I can I can give you some notes and some pointers? Nah, I'm there with the music. Nah. You're learning the comedy. I already know the music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. We might, we might want to. Uh, no <laughs> no nah, nah, i already i already signed you guys the the fucking date at the shortstop is already it's it's an ink this is happening this is happening you know carice though i do think that there's a lot of truth to what you're saying about like how like there there is that cross because yeah i do i mean my dream outside of you know tv and all that is that there's a part of me that deeply wishes i did care about like i listened to my parents when they told me to play piano and all that and i do see it in musicians how they want to be comedians in like the little talking segments in between songs, they love to go for it, man. Like, because uh, I, uh, my girlfriend Anna dates a lot of uh, dates, is friends with a lot of people oh, that are in bands. Edgar, no, no, no. Are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> yeah, Anna and I are in a polyamorous relationship. Wow. Oh, I can sleep with anybody. Anna can only sleep with people in bands. Okay, that's fair. Cool, that's fair. But with your, but she can get people in vans. But can you get anybody? Yeah, no, she can't. She can't. I can't get anybody. That's the problem. <laughs> is that Anna's really good at meeting people in bands, and I'm really bad at meeting people. Uh, but <laughs> but like all of them, every time I've seen a show, they always try to tell jokes in between their songs, and I'm always just like, I always talk to them afterwards. I'm like, hey, yo, man, if y'all want to be for real, I'll help y'all write some jokes, but. Y'all gotta stop this. This is bad. Do you tell jokes in between songs, Chris? Do you like try to like? You know, I don't. I understand that, like, you know, there's a when it comes to like comedy and and like people laughing. There's a sense of like people will laugh. It's just like truth to it. Like a lot of times, like, mm-hmm. it's like funny because this is real. So mm-hmm. it feels real. I'll share it, but like my intention isn't to be funny. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like, all right, I gotta like put this in between. Like, but I like sometimes I will think about like little stories that I can tell in between, mm. but it doesn't really matter when I get out there because I, 
I don't have time to be like, okay, like what's the story? You know what I mean? It just yeah. And that's so why I like, I just try to pack things in my mind so that like in between songs or there's a moment, it just sort of comes out naturally, you know? That yeah. No, it does make sense because it does happen a lot at these mostly yeah, indie shows I see because there's that awkwardness of like, you know, maybe them switching out a pedal or like, you know, like them bringing someone else on stage out with a song. And because they're not super trained artists i think they just don't know how to like fill that time so it's like let me try telling the joke real quick i mean the one i always hate is being like this is awkward and i'm like yeah exactly do something else like you know, with transitions you can yeah interacting with the audience you know what I mean? yeah that's one of my favorite things to do it's just like really looking at the audience and being like oh hey what's going on i see you right there you know what i mean bob me ahead or whatever like you you're a little hesitant you know so having like a truthful moment I so I I've seen you play live before, Corey's, and first it was a great show, dope ass show, and I know this. Wait, 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 a, wait! You did? Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably what, what, like a month ago. What? what? <laughs> last show before the quarantine. Yeah, last show before the quarantine. Where was I? Uh, where were you? I don't know. At the crib. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't got I no know. text. I ain't get nothing. What's I got a special on? invite. I got a special invite. I had to put my name on the list. Now nah, we're gonna put this on Corey's. Wow. I had to put my name on. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but no, I. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> to you at your show. That's what happened. Jaquis. Okay. He came to my show. He told me about his show, and then put me on the list. And then it was like, okay. you got to give me the name. And then I came. I came. Wait, was this the last? I just assume you would invite Edgar. <laughs> Jaquise knows better than to tell me to be somewhere at a certain time because he knows I'm not going to show up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real here. <laughs> I was probably uh, at a wedding, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it was very it was very close to like the beginning of quarantine uh, it was like oh. march or something or like the last week of february or some shit oh okay. but anyway the last I, day of black history month yes oh, okay damn yeah 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 but i've seen you play live and, and uh, you know there's a, a there is a difference between you know like doing a more intimate show and then doing like a bigger stage show or a concert show or something like that but one thing that you will see when you get to a point where you're doing concerts is a lot of those transition moments or a lot of those audience interaction moments or stuff like that, that seem spontaneous are actually planned. Uh, like I'm thinking of like the childish Gambino concert where he called out yes. somebody for being on their phone. And I was like, yo, he did this. And then somebody who went another door was like, oh yeah, he did that shit at my concert too. And like, it seems spontaneous, but it's, it's all a part of the plan because it's a show. Yeah. Um, but in your instance, you know, that it's a little more spontaneous. But if you were to put together a show, like what, what type of show would you want to put together? Mm, uh, like would you want to put together like- a, My show wasn't a show? Damn! Ooh. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Really hard on that show. No, no, no. If you want to put together like a, like a, like say for instance, like Kanye when he did the Glow in the Dark tour, like that was like a, that was like where he every like bit in between, I mean, was like a planned out bit that they knew they were gonna do before they came into the show. Uh, that's what I mean. Like if you were to put together like planned out bits in between like the show, a, like a stadium tour almost. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
because the show was dope. You guys did work hard on that show. It was dope. But I mean, like, if you were to put like a stadium tour show together and you had bits that were going to seem spontaneous, but you did it like every single show. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's mostly about the music. Like all the other stuff is great. Okay. Mm. The, 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 the funny stuff in between and like, you want to keep them in between entertained and it doesn't have to be, you know, just, just music only. But for me, it's about the music. So I'm, I'm interested in like, you know, having just really spectacular moments that like immerses people in the music. So I'm thinking about like a couple of costume changes like that to me would be really fun. Oh, right. That'd be fire. Don't really do that. Dudes don't really do that that much. And so right. that would be really fun to add that element. Um, I would like to have like other people on stage with me who are not necessarily musicians, but just like a part of my crew. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> adding to the environment and, mm-hmm. you know, to the, to the feeling of what we're talking about and just like interacting more with people, especially if it's like, it's a big stage or something and I can't really interact with the audience. I still want to interact with people. So it'd be nice to just kind of like have a crew on stage with me. You know what I mean? Just kind of like, doing that whole thing and they're just naturally reacting to what I'm doing. So to me, that'll still add to the spontaneity of it, but like be somewhat planned. You know what? I like that. I want to pitch on that. Like, it'll be cool. Maybe this is cheesy, but I like this idea of like, Mm -hmm. if like we kind of gave you a vibe of like you're performing in your neighborhood and we just had different people and we had different people hanging out in the neighborhood. And like, like you said, they're just actors. So it's like performing, but at some point you might go and interact with them or like you're mm-hmm. singing by them and stuff like that. And so it looks like a street in your neighborhood, but it's like you know, a play going on behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like today when I was like, Hey, I'm about to do uh, the culture Kings. Can y'all turn this radio down? Like can you turn this music down like that. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> that was- are you, are you, are you saying you're inviting us on stage to be a part of the show? And we would be and I would love that. I think I think comedians being a part of music shows are important. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know why we don't do it more. Like I honestly I I pit my last show, I pitched having a comedian kind of you know, have a moment and introduce us, but it got a little too complicated, so I had to dead it. But I, I think it's fantastic. Of course. Do you y'all gonna did you did y'all see? Of course. We'll do anything, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. Did you see uh, on, a, I liked on Kendrick's performance at the Grammys when he was like going all wild and all of a sudden it just blacked out and then the lights came back up and Dave Chappelle was there. For, <laughs> do y'all remember that? At the, gra- no, uh, at the Grammys? Was, yeah. Yeah. And then Dave Chappelle was just there and he went, this shit is crazy. Shit like that is because I think there's a time and place for that. Like I love an intimate show. I love an intimate show. But I also love like when you have to put together a show that's gonna be on like the Grammys, for instance. So like I'm thinking even like three years ago when Kendrick did uh, Blacker the Berry and then We Gonna Be All Right. Like that was a performance piece, right? Yeah. That was a performance yeah. piece. Uh which is which is fun to see. It's fun to see like when when an artist take those big swings and like they allow their vision to go beyond uh i don't want to say just the music because i think that's kind of shortened i think that's a understatement but when they allow their vision to uh also become a visual experience as well with with their music oh so off of that definitely so off of that i have like another pitch 
uh, or just like something else that I want you to kind of answer for us. So you know, like how sometimes on these shows they like. They clearly need to, like, they'll be like, all right, we need to have, I remember when Kendrick Lamar was first coming up, they're like, all right, we have to have Kendrick Lamar on the show, but shit, we also need to have Imagine Dragons on the show. So they had them perform their <laughs> song together because they didn't have time for both. And that one worked, but sometimes it really doesn't work. So I want you to know, who's someone that you would, like, love to, like, they were just like, hey, yo, Carice, we're going to have you on the VMAs this year. We're going to have you on the Grammys, but you have to share your slot with that, with this person. So obviously, there's people who match up to you genre-wise, but who would be someone who doesn't match up with you genre-wise that you would love to be matched up with, and who's someone who you think would absolutely not work? Mm, um, I ooh, I would love. Dang, I, I'm not gonna bring up this person because I feel like the last time we had a conversation, you brought up this person. So I'm not gonna do it. No, who was it? <laughs> who was this person? <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I do. I was going to say, uh, like, Childish Gambino, but I just feel like it's too on the nose. Like, we just have too many similarities. Yeah, you guys do match up genre-wise. So I would say maybe, like, Lady Gaga or something. Oh, that would be cool. Somebody that I wouldn't ordinarily, like, you know, like, I feel like would make music with, but, like, if we matched up together, it'd be really dope. That would yeah. be nice. That'd be nice. You know I mean, uh, especially because she has, she she really does like she she's all over the all, all over the charts in terms of what she can do musically. Mm-hmm. Really pay attention to her, and um, somebody who would not work. Miley Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> Miley Cyrus. I think Carice could make that work. I think you could make that work. She could actually sing. So yeah, mm. I I think that 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 would work. Um, uh, like I don't know. Give me somebody like that's really out there and like in rap. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, in rap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> that would kill. Dog, can you imagine? You have your dream. You make it to the Grammys and they're like, "Hey, yo, Carice, congratulations!" <laughs> All right, so you're gonna have to go out there and perform with Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> all I think, all I'm gonna think about is Corona because like he eats bats and and shit. So like, <laughs> mm-hmm. six six feet, like yeah, that's the reason we got it. Yeah, y'all gonna stay six yeah. feet apart. Y'all gonna stay six feet apart, but y'all gonna make this track together. Y'all gonna y'all gonna perform together though. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know, we gonna do what we gotta do. Alright, what about this? If if you want like a rapper, you said like an out there rapper. Um I don't know, like who is an out there rapper that Bubba Post Bubba Malone. Sparks? Post, Post Malone. We wouldn't work out. Oh, Blueface, nah, that wouldn't work. <laughs> he raps off beat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but not in a good way. Yeah. Y'all think common raps off beat? One of my homegirls says that common always raps off beat. No. He does now. <laughs> I think he does now. I think like back when he first started. But I, he's not rapping now. He's just talking inspirationally. Right. Like music is exactly. Playing and he's like, he's not even rapping anymore. He's just like, they've been telling all people that we're struggling. And it's like, okay, no, this is not rapping. You're just talking at me. Yeah. They wear suits on stage now. I'm like, yeah. Comment. Listen, I know I'm not supposed to say this because he my Chicago brethren, but common common fell off a long ass time ago to me bro <laughs> like them first two albums were dope but then after that i was like whoo common you go ahead and just stay stay in acting what about that song he did at the uh at the grammys i mean at the at, grammys the Oscars. at the all-star game at the oh the Oscar. oscars oh. oh the one with john legend 
I hated. I hated. Can I tell you something? I I like it when the NBA tries to like incorporate artists, but I uh-huh. hated that shit at the All Star game. Oh, when I he's just it. like when he's just like this player has been a this player is so good he's always starting, and that's why we call him James Harden. I was like, shut <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Yo. Yo, the the player introductions were whack, but I loved the like tribute to basketball part. Uh, yeah, but the, the player introductions were wild. The player introductions. It. Would you say, Corey's? No, I'll say in the old world because you know there's no, basketball doesn't exist in, right now. Right. Yes, yes. There's no more basketball. This is God. People play basketball. Play, people play the basketball video games it's like LeBron James playing video games. Yeah. Yes. Did anyone watch that? That was not no. fun. I didn't watch it. I, not at all. Yeah, no, all right, Corey, can, can I ask you something? I, I, I need a couple tips. Um, you're a great musician. We're going to talk about your album pretty soon because uh, we want people to go listen to it. single that it's out too, so. Oh, fuck yeah. Hey, We're going to talk, talk about, about that for all. sure. But um, I would love to know because right now, like Colt, I, I've been doing this, but Colton Dunn, we had him on a previous episode and he gave the really good tip that with all the time that we have, or if you have time to go ahead and like clean parts of your house. Right. And, you know, we black. So growing up, when it came time to clean, the music came on in the house when it came time to deep clean. I'm trying to expand my deep cleaning music playlist. Oh, that's good. I want to I want to know, like. What's some shit that, like, because right now I'll listen to a lot of, like, Childish Gambino or a little, mostly hip-hop. Hip-hop is what I listen to. What's some, give me, expand me a little bit. Expand me. So, I mean, you know, growing up, I remember my mom playing, like, Faith Evans. Uh, a lot of Tony Braxton. Yep. She also she also liked hip hop. So I you know I grew up hearing a lot of Tupac and N.W.A. You know my 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 parents had me super young. They were sixteen when they had me. So I just like I was like you know on the hip like doing whatever my mom was doing. And so like I think in the eighties and nineties I was fortunate to just kind of be in the face of <laughs> so many things because they were so young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I same with my mom, dude. She was the same way. She was the same way, yeah. So, so you know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, you know, I would, I would put on like a, a a house playlist, and I'm not even just trying to like plug this because it's new, but it just came to mind. Um, so Dave and Sam, uh, they're like a, a hip hop house uh, duo that uh, I've been working with for a number of years and they just put out their debut album. But I would like start there and just like let the radio play out because you know Spotify like in a lot of these places like it's been the ra- like house music is is it's, it's hilarious because we're talking about cleaning up a house but like um, like house music is, the, is, is is really great to clean to because like you, you, you might you're moving a little bit like you, yeah. you scrubbing like get uh, the- uh, uh. I oh. know some Eric Roberson, another great house music. Or if you want to take Ooh. some CC Peniston, you know, Ooh. I think house music is some of the best music to to clean up with. And some people say gospel. I grew up Jehovah's Witness. We weren't li- allowed to listen to gospel. I don't know gospel, but you know, you grew up okay. Jehovah's Witness. I did. 
Man, you you and Charles Gambino have so many similarities. The fact that you keep two, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's so wild. I also but didn't I like, know Jehovah's Witness weren't allowed to listen to gospel music. They're not allowed to do a lot of things because the thing about it is, you know, it's it's Christ is 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 actually secondary in a sense you know Mm -hmm. is above all and yes that's the focus so like anything christ related is it seemed kind of like you know secular and pagan because like we're worshiping like the son of the the son of god and not actually god so that's 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 the problem with it you know he's just Mm. the thing and not not the the soul thing which is what a lot of uh other aspects of christianity interesting Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what? So my mom also had me when she was sixteen, and I was born in eighty six. So I feel like how old are you? We're around the same age, probably. So we probably have very similar similar experiences with our music. But my mom also listened to a lot of like yacht rock, um, so a lot of Steely Dan, and a lot of like Kenny Loggins, huh? Yeah, Loggins and Messina. Oh, yeah. Loggins in Messina. Oh, boy. yes. She listened. I so like I grew up and, and like that and like Sade and Anita Baker uh, was always the shit that was on. Now I and so for a while I left that shit because I was just like, uh, reminds me of growing up. But now I'm coming back to like some Sade. Ooh, throwing some Sade and start cleaning the house. Yes, yeah, shit feels good. Taboo. Some sweetest taboo. Some smooth mm. operator. <laughs> such a good ass song yeah yeah but but i like that house music i've never i've never even tried that oh what's your go-to edgar what's your go-to for clean cleaning music gospel 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 or some or some yeah i listen to a lot of gospel music you, uh well give us i clean up the gospel oh i mean shit you gotta go with the donnie mcclurkin i sometimes i listen to like like donnie mcclurkin live in london is when we get up Oh yes, that's that's Donnie. Uh, what else is Donnie? Uh, Great is your mercy towards me. Ooh, I'm gonna send you that video, bro, because that video I think you will like it because it's like Donnie McClurkin singing it, and then he lets all these other artists sing that. It's they all sing the same verse, but everyone takes a turn on it and they all try to outdo each other, and it is <laughs> such a battle of black vocals. It is like. The, the way that everyone comes on afterwards, Jaquise and I were talking about riffs earlier. The vocal riffs on that battle of all of them singing the same exact verse over and over again, but like trying to one up each other is amazing. Yeah, I love that. And then, you know, in terms of like being Jehovah's Witness, that's one regret that I have is that like I really didn't get that like gospel start which is oh yeah you know it's you know it can be a very super important like musical start and even when i was singing in choir growing up i was a chamber choir singer which was very like classical and yeah and you know and and i i couldn't go to the gospel choir after that so so you don't be riffing you don't be riffing you know i have my own style like when i was in chamber chorus i would get in trouble because you know, my um, my my choir teacher, Mr. Swingler, shout out to Mr. Swingler, um, used to be like, this is not R&B, like whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, I definitely and you want to and you want to shout him out. <laughs> well, <laughs> because he gave me a lot of foundation musically. You know OK, I mean? like, for sure. For sure. Just because he <laughs> just because he didn't get, you know, uh, black v- voices 
a lot of times doesn't mean that I didn't get things from him. Was, were you out there doing runs while singing Lacrimosa? Is that why he was getting mad? A- exactly. Singing like Gershwin and like, yeah. you know, I'm like, yo, the note stopped a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Let's That's talk so about funny. your music. Let's talk about your music, Curry's. Um you came on the show a long time ago, a couple years ago, maybe. I can't. I don't know time. It's been only about a year. It's has only it? been about a year, bro. It has not been that long. This I mean, this, the I Rona done fucked you up, Jaquise. The Rona done fucked you up, Jaquise. Like, hey, I don't yo, know, bro. We started I met culture, you a decade ago. We started Culture Kings in 2018, bro. Nah, I know it was only a year ago because I, it was probably la- it was like after last summer because last summer I had went and saw the internet and because tolly was still in town yeah so then i saw you i met you at i met you at the internet concert okay all right well five years ago when you was on culture kings uh no you played some live tracks for us and we we wanted to we wanted to have that happen this time too but circumstances stopped that um but corona baby but you have a new album and single out uh, I heard some of the new tracks off of your new mm-hmm. album, and they are hot. They are so good. Um, talk about it, man. Talk about talk about your new stuff. Yeah, so um, I dropped my debut album. It's called Him, and um, it it came H I M H I M H I M Him, like him, like that dude, and um, it came out uh, September nineteenth, twenty nineteen. And uh, it has uh, 10 beautiful tracks that, you know, myself and producer Snake Child worked really hard on. And it's essentially, you know, it's, it's called him because it's, it's about like all the different kind of like masculine energy that I've interacted with over the years, whether it be like, you know, my father, my uncle, my brothers, um, you know, um, I date men, so like relationships and um, and and my own, and it's really kind of uh, confronting my own uh, contradictions and and these in these you know in these experiences. There's a song called "Anyway" that people seem to really like, which is which is funny only because you know it, it is a great song. I think it's a beautiful song. It turned out to be a very beautiful song, but there's a line in it that says, "Just because I tell you I love you." don't mean it i do which mm. um which is which is a line um that erica badu actually says and i sort of repurposed it and um for for this particular track and but people are really like stunted by that that particular line but i feel like that's kind of like the consummate like line when it comes to like do sometimes because we don't oftentimes know how to properly communicate our feelings and and, and where we are and, and what we really mean and we might say that we love something and we don't we don't mean it or we think we love and we don't really mean it and so it's really more so about that and and it's kind of uh highlighting that but the the whole album kind of goes into all goes in and out of these different experiences and you have like a track called how long which i think i shared with you today a live version of it and i I remember writing it uh, about my brother and uh, we were kind of beefing and uh, he's my younger brother 
he's feeling really sad about something and the, the hook goes since you're feeling low now how much have you grown now and so i guess there's a lot of me like you know getting a little attitude on on, on some of the tracks but <laughs> um, um but it all comes from an honest place i love that so uh Carice, let me ask you man uh it seems that a lot of black male artists today are kind of wrestling with not only identity because that's always in music but gender identity specifically right like we have tyler who is really pushing it on terms of gender identity. I think Blood Orange's album was also about that. Moses' album is also about that. What is it that you think is in the air that is kind of having black men look in the mirror and question what it means to be a black man specifically? You know, there's a quote recently that I saw, and um, I can't remember who said it, but I know that um, the journalist Travell Anderson posted it, and I saw this on 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 Travel's page, who, by the way, recently came out on um, his, and I, and I say his because I know that he answers to uh, multiple um, gender uh, gender pronouns, and, mm-hmm. and um, but on his page, and, and and it said that you know, essentially, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it said that like. Do being who you are, being called brave for being who you are is not freedom, right? And um, and I thought that was mm. interesting. Um, when you was like, oh, it's so brave that you're like coming out as trans or you know you're being gender fluid or whatever. And I, and, and I was like, I, I really understand that. I really yeah. And and feel like that's that's a true statement. Uh, and you know, to answer your question, I think that we're at a time where people are more interested in freedom and realizing that like there are parts of like gender expression that we can finally do openly that we weren't able to do. Now, I think when you think about over the decades, culturally, like we've been able, you know, there's just like things that like happen, like, you know, how tight pants were and like what shirts we were wearing, whatever, that was just like a part of like what people were expected to do, but it wasn't outside of the norm. Whereas now, like if you were wear something that you wear from the seventies, uh, and you, you know, people would like think that's kind of outlandish, which I think is just kind of wild. But when I think about like Tyler, and I think you mentioned Moses and Blood Orange, um, I don't necessarily know their sexual identity, mm-hmm. but I at least know that when it comes to like black men specifically, like we have been kind of put in this sort of hyper masculine box because. Yeah it has a lot to do with, and I'll, like, follow me here, like, it has a lot to do with, like, the proximity to whiteness, right? Like, masculine, like, being, like, the ultimate masculine person is, mm. like, seen to be a good thing because it is, like, a, 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 a tier one uh, thing in society. And I also, you know, there's a lot of, like, hotepery online around, you know, like, you know, that people are out to, like, tackle like you know take down the black man I, you can go to youtube there's all these things i think like Rodiga has a podcast and she like really is like anti anything that's like toxic masculinity and and it really goes into you know saying that like there's an attack on like this sort of black male black male is what i don't think that's true like we haven't really had a time in history where we were able to fully express ourselves and yeah we are we're so vast and well-rounded yeah that's i think that's really interesting like i I definitely know what you're talking about in that like people are saying like 
like uh, there's like a gay agenda towards black men like all these black men now that are coming coming out and talking like i remember someone i saw this random ass twitter account talking about how little nas x is an industry plant to make young black kids gay so that we lose all our black men and i was like that's so crazy that this little kid can't just exist as himself he needs to kind of prove that he's really this thing and not some weird sinister agenda to make black men weaker and on one end i get it because listen as black people we've always been under attack from the the moment we got in this country we've always had to defend who we are and there is Mm -hmm. definitely a a sense of um what has been done to us but that has nothing to do with like our full expression of who we are like what has been done to us versus like who we actually are are two different things and we really need to reconcile that yeah it kind of reminds me of uh i don't know if y'all remember remember when chingy like chingy was like the dude for a minute from st louis i know chingy what and then like and I'll never forget, I was back in New York when this happened, and the Hot 97 covered that this nigga kissed somebody on stage, a dude. Right. That he kissed a dude on stage, and it ruined his career. Like, he was like... He oh, like, is, that, is that what happened? A trans person. Oh, so it was even... So for back then, for even then, it's even bigger back then. Yeah, like... And even, that still happens now. I mean, remember when that... I mean, it ended up not being true, but when there was that rumor that Dwight Howard was dating a trans uh, a trans woman, everyone, like fucking was ready to like cancel him and all this stuff i mean not everyone but it just that stigma i think still exists yeah the stigma definitely exists uh, i think you have trailblazers um out there uh like laverne cox and uh, who, you know what i mean who and and there's so many others uh who you know are letting you know that like you know you know trans men and women are are human beings yeah um they deserve to be loved just like just like you and i and people do actually like love them and want to be with them but it's like such a like a stigma behind it that people don't like aren't open with 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 who they love you know yeah truly we just need the space to kind of like you said be ourselves the freedom to be ourselves Mm -hmm. absolutely so carice before we get out of here uh, I feel like we got to give the people a little, uh, another taste of your music. Uh, now, we couldn't do this live, but we have, I want you to give us a track uh, to play for everybody to hear. So by the time this episode is over, they go right to Spotify or wherever they get their music and download your stuff and listen to your entire catalog so far in its entirety. So what you want to play for us? You know, I want to play the single that was released uh, that I'm featured on, on Dave and Sam, and that's Dave plus sign Sam. And they have an album called No Shade. And on this album, there's a track called Worth It that I'm a co-writer on and I'm featured on. And uh, it's, it's, it's actually a mighty feature because I have two verses on there. And, and, and the oh, whole wow. Song with, and, yeah, exactly. And so um, I'm super proud of it. So I just want to play that and hopefully tell you a little bit about the song after you check it out, kind of how it was, I was created. But, um, and I think it's very timely with what's going on. You know what I mean? And it's kind of a, a premonition in a way. So, you know, hopefully people connect with it and find some peace and solace from it. Yeah, let's do it. For sure.
trying to save it. This the last time I'm trying to let that slick talk slide home safe. Unannounced, uninvited, shady. Underwhelming, uninspired, lazy. See, all lives matters like stating that all water's wet if you wavy and washed up. We saying what about pollution in the Gulf? Yet you keep waiting, praying a solution in your petty. But you late to the hashtag parties so on you keep hating, keep playing. This the last time you tell me be patient. I don't need patience or police statements. This the last time we gon' play this. Go home. What home? What bills were you paying? Exactly how many generations in this nation does it take to qualify yourself as a neighbor? But tell me, is it worth it? I think we forget. Dope. I think we forget uh, how black house music was originally, right? Like when we think about house music, I think sometimes we think about EDM and mm-hmm. a lot of those Swedish house DJs and all that stuff. No disrespect mm-hmm. to the Swedes. Make sure Anna doesn't come in, but nah, <laughs> uh, that was that was that was dope, man. That was, that was so dope, bro. That was so dope. Back Talk to about the, it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you know, so um it's it's kind of one of those magical things that happened how I ended up because this is um my first released for me as an artist um through a record label. Uh so it's it's coming out through classic music, which is under Defected Records, um, based in the UK. And mm-hmm. Dave of Dave and Sam, we are in a music collective together back in Brooklyn. Most of the people back in Brooklyn, although Dave is in Los Angeles now. And um Anyway, I was actually moving back to Los Angeles. We talked a little bit about this the last time I sort of moving back and forth between here and New York. But I was on my way back here and I got a track from Dave. He was like, yeah, we got this track. Not, I've been kind of busy, not really sure what to do with it. Like, if you feel anything for it, like, let us know. So he sent it to me and I was actually going to um, um, Florida. Um, uh uh, not Orlando, but uh, the the Fort one. What's the Fort one in Florida? Fort Lauderdale. 
Fort Lauderdale, exactly. I was in Fort Lauderdale and, um, and going down to visit a homie who was just like, come down to Fort Lauderdale and come, you know, do some work for me before you move to LA to like, you know, t- to get your money up. I was like, cool, because I need that. And so I went down there and there was no job. There was nothing. He essentially like lied to me. And so I was stuck in Fort Lauderdale for like two months with really no money and nothing. Wait, what? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I get down there. And um, what was there when you got there? His house. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And so I get like, sorry, nothing really works. Nothing really worked out. And he, you know, told me uh, when I got there and I had nothing going on. And so after a couple of days of just being really pissed off, I just decided to work on music and um, it didn't work on, on this yet because I didn't really have anything for it, even though like I really liked the track. Just fast forward towards the end of the trip, so many things popped off with like him just getting into trouble with the law, almost getting me wrapped into it. And so the song is essentially kind of about my experience being down there, like asking like, you know, my homie, like, is it worth it? Like all that you're doing, is it worth it? So that's kind of how the, the, the song was, was born. And so with my verses. Wow. And it's, and it's wild that how, it, how it still relates to what's happening right now. Yeah. Grease, man. Was that trip worth it? Uh, it was because I got paid from it uh, because of this song. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And and I got some art from it. So for me, it was it was it was definitely worth it. But it's something we need to always ask ourselves when we're doing something: it, 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 is it worth it? You know. <laughs> to any uh, aspiring uh, any aspiring musicians listening to our podcast, if you feel stuck, some writer's block, go ahead and hit up your shady friend and say, "Hey, you got any work for me?" And, you know, go out and get stuck somewhere for two months and you got to come out with a hit song. Hit song. (laughs) That's dope. That's dope. Uh, Corice, you're a dope-ass cat. You make great music. I I, I can't wait for the glow up for you, man. Um, I hope everybody who's listening, go check out his album, Him, which is on Spotify or I'm guessing anywhere you could probably go get your music everywhere importantly right now Bandcamp because the money comes directly to me as an artist that's right shows um artists right now we need your support more than ever yes yeah so go ahead and get that digital album or if you're a hipster like myself get it on vinyl which i will be doing do you guys have the vinyl order up on him no vinyl for him yet but um there is a vinyl for worth it okay we'll bet okay hell yeah dude um sweet man yo Thank you for blessing us with this music knowledge and your songs. Uh, I appreciate you, my man. Where can people find out all the next steps? What's coming next? Where you want to be found? So for me, IGCOR.ECE, please follow me there. And then my website, net. Those are the two main places you can find me. And look out for this I'm Scared song that we're going to be putting out very soon mm. about what's happening you know with with corona (laughs) yes 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 no doubt bro we appreciate you man yeah and you know we got to do this again when i can come in and perform live of course man of course you know if you was in live we would have you play us out but you know since you're not here i'll go ahead and play us out with one of my tracks from my band 
All right, Karis, very nice to see you, man. All right, let's play this out. Please turn this off, man. Guys, we had a guest on today that was absolutely amazing. His name was Karis. Everybody loves him, but I have informed Jaquise and Matt that I will not continue recording this episode until they watch the Can I Pet This Dog video. Okay, so we're going to watch it. Are we going to watch it right now? Matt, are you ready to watch it? All right, I'm gonna plus. I'm gonna press play right oh, wait, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on, okay, hold on. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Press okay. play. Three, two, one. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? You can go to sleep. What? <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> All right, can I pet that dog? I am now forever. Uh, I know about it. <laughs> I also can't wait for that kid to grow up. <laughs> Why does he talk like that? Yeah, uh, country. He's country. Yeah, kid is country as fuck. Country as hell. I can't go to sleep. I got to pet that dog. <laughs> Very funny. Very fucking funny. Oh, man. Guys, guys, we're at our wits' end. There's so much going on. We've been recording for three hours. But you know what? What else we got to do? We got to do that Queen of the Week. Queen of the week Ooh, who you got edgar my queen of the week is a very very funny woman also a fellow writer on dear white people i want to shout her out because she has just been making everybody laugh on the streams on our threads you know so if you have a friend like this who's just being upbeat and positive make sure you shout them out but I want to shout out DeHaley Hall of oh, that's Mad dope. Men. I didn't know um, she was in your room. Mm-hmm. Of Mad Men. Of not Mad Men. Mad TV fame. Also Mad Men fame. If you haven't seen her on Mad Men, make sure you rewatch it. Just look out for her. But she was also <laughs> on the cast of Mad TV along with Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key. But mm-hmm. DeHaley, that's my queen of the week. My queen of the week. It's Tess Paris. Um, Tess Paris is we 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 used to do um, sketch music together. Ooh, um, she's very talented. She's also um, on a Amazon Studio show called Just Add Magic. She mm. was one of the directors of the CBS Diversity um, Showcase for the past two years. She's been on. Mm-hmm. She's been on. Um, what's that show? Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Quite a bit. Crazy. 
Uh, and she has her own like short film, her own feature film uh, coming out that has like Eugene Cordero um, and a couple other really dope ass Asian and Asian Americans in it. So she Asian is Americans. She is dope as shit. She is a friend, and uh, she's very talented, and she is a queen, Tess Paris. They're not just Asian, and they're not just American. They're Asian-Americans. That's the theme song to Culture Kings. That's the theme song. Can we (laughs) get that recorded? That's the theme song to Culture Kings. They're not just Asian, and they're not just Americans. They're They're Asian-Americans. Uh, make sure to put that for every episode that you hear after this, Matt. And if you don't, we're going to tell your biggest secret. I'm just going to say we, that. Yeah. If you don't, we're going to tell your biggest secret. We're going to tell the biggest secret. So we're going to be listening. And if it yeah. don't happen, who boy? Ooh, who you going to be in trouble? Because Matt's, Matt's not just Mexican. He's not just American. He's Mexican-American. <laughs> At Edgar Montplazier <laughs> on Twitter and <laughs> Alphagram on the gram. At Jaquees Neal on every single piece of social media. Jaquees, I just got one question for you before we go. The answer is going to be no, but what is it? Can I pet that dog? No. no Can I pet, pet that, that dog? No. You have to Can go to sleep. Can I pet that dog? Go to sleep, Edgar. I gotta pet that dog before I go to sleep. Gotta pet that dog. Okay. You can go pet that dog. Ooh, I can't wait to pet that dog.